Hi there, it's Troy. Welcome to the Modern Casanova Podcast, episode number 38. Yes, that's 38 episodes of the podcast, or it will be when I've recorded this. And I'm coming at you today from London, where I still am, uh, looking out the window over Leicester Square. Um, so I'm very central. Uh, as I, I wrote a little article about this actually during the week on the, on the blog, but I'm very central at the moment. Um, but I don't have the sexiest view, I'm afraid. I can see a chimney, uh, a satellite dish, some rooftops, and just the back of the W Hotel, which is probably the most glamorous thing I can see. I can also see a very big crane as well. Um, but yeah, so in central London, very warm today, although a bit muggy and overcast. I'm very upset about that because in Europe, the rest of Europe, it seems like it's pretty fantastic and it's just in London. It's been overcast and kind of a bit muggy for the last few days, but never mind that because tomorrow I will be traveling to Ibiza uh, in Spain. So obviously 1st of June today, 2nd of June, traveling over to Ibiza for a few days to go and see a friend of mine and stay with him in uh, Ibiza town and kick off the party season in the, well, certainly Europe's uh, party capital, if you like. So it's going to be very interesting um, and hopefully a lot of fun as well. And it kind of fits in with the topic that I wanted to talk about today, because what I want to talk about today is basically how to combine work with play. So how to get, if you want to use the phrase, you know, that life work balance. Um, but particularly when you're quite <clears throat> driven by work, particularly when you're quite addictive, you know, it's something that's very, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's very important to you. You put a lot of time into it. You put a lot of effort into it. And certainly, particularly if you're self-employed, because what I've discovered in six months of being self-employed, not having a boss, is that the boundaries between your work life and your personal life uh, erode severely so that in the end, you know, there really is no gap at all between my work life and my personal life. I mean, my personal life is sort of fitted in around the around the edges and I'll probably be doing little bits of work while I'm doing the personal life at the same time. So, you know, it's, it's, mal it's managing that balance and that's the, the difficult thing for a lot of people. So we're going to go into that today. And this is particularly of interest to you if you're looking to build a business yourself, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're somebody who wants to make money for themselves, if you're somebody who wants to be location independent, um, if you want to live that digital nomad dream that you know so many people talk about and I've now embarked on or I've sort of embarked on um, we'll talk about that in a minute um, yeah so we're gonna get I'm gonna delve into that and I've got some thoughts uh, to put to you so before I do that though just a little bit of an update so this podcast is just me uh, on my own today we've had a few interviews over the last few weeks uh, some really good guests Paul Janka, uh, Anastasia, the Russian lady from St. Petersburg, and also Mr. Tom Torero a few weeks back. So I've had some great guests. This one's just me, I'm afraid, but um, I'm looking to be getting more guests on soon. I've got a, a very big name um, coming up for you in the next, well, hopefully very soon when I can, um, when I can get over to meet with him. Uh, yeah, so, you know, hoping to get more guests on the show as we go on to sort of um so you don't have to listen to my voice for the entire half hour but um anyway let's uh let's see where we go with that there'll be more news on that in due course um another update from me is that i've completed another book which is currently being edited uh it's it's a little bit I wanted to get it out in May, but, you know, obviously that didn't happen. We're looking at June now. That's kind of fine. I'm pretty relaxed about that. Um, 
it's a bit of a it's it's slightly longer this one it was um it took a bit it took quite a lot of work uh for a number of reasons um i won't go into too much detail about it now because i'm going to start trailing it properly in the next you know the coming days and, and and weeks um but it's about happiness basically is the is the top line um is the top line plug it's about happiness um and how you can move from a position of unhappiness to happiness now there's a lot of caveats in here because of course happiness is a is a relative term you know what does it really mean how can we ever say uh, do we ever reach this kind of precipice when we are, you know, in inverted commas, happy? I would say probably not, but there are certainly things we can do to improve our lives. And so I've written um, a book about that, and it goes through seven steps that I've um, that I've used myself very successfully to improve my life. And um, as I say, I mean, I'm going too much into too much detail now because I want to talk about this separately. But um, Again, I think this will be particularly of interest to those people who are self-starters, who are looking to start businesses, who are entrepreneurs, who are looking to, you know, build their own lives, if you like, you know, outside of the mainstream within it as well. But certainly if you are interested in living life the way you want rather than the way you should, which is my mantra, of course, then this is very much the book for you. Now, I've written a lot in the past about, you know, meeting girls, dating, um, different strategies around that. Um, This is a little bit of a step further, if you like, because my thinking is, why do we want these things? You know, why do I want to, to meet these different girls? Or why do I want to meet the perfect girlfriend? Why do I want to build this fortune? Why do I want to, to, to have this incredible business? And the reality is, underlying all of that stuff is, you know, we want to we want to feel good, we want to feel better in ourselves, we want to feel happy. So when I wrote this book, what I was really thinking was, I want to cut to the chase and look at the underlying issues before we get into the, you know, putting the top line issues aside for one moment, you know, how do I build that business? How do I get that girl, etc. This book really looks at the underlying, actually, how do I, how do I become happy? What strategies do I put in place, um, you know, to do that? And I think you're going to enjoy it. There's a, there's a ton of useful, actionable information in here and a ton of um, memoir, autobiographical stuff about me as well, which shows, you know, some of the things that I had to encounter and the way that I handled it and, you know, what happened as a result. So very excited about that. It's going to be coming out soon in the next few weeks, uh, but I will be trailing it. So look out for that. So that's what I've been doing. Very busy with that. And I'm on to the next. Well, I will be on to the next project um, as well in the in the coming weeks. I mean, it's always a funny period because I do a book, then I finish it and I hand it over to my editor and the team who, who work on the edits and then they work on the cover and we, you know, we've been going backwards and forwards arguing about the title for the last few days. So, and I've got to write things like, you know, I've got to write, uh, you know, the back cover blurb, um, different, different things to sort of peripheral things to go into the book. Um, so I'm still doing all of that work on that book, but actually in my head it's finished and I want to be moving on to the next thing. So I have this weird transition period between the two. Um, and that's kind of where I am at the moment, but I will be getting into the next project very soon. Um, and that kind of leads me into talking about the, the core topic of today, because as I said, so tomorrow I'm going to go to Ibiza for a few days. I haven't actually booked the return flight to London yet, but I think 
it will be towards next week end because there is a torture garden event uh, at the club fire in London I think next Friday or Saturday uh, Saturday I think and I would like to I quite like to go to that so I'll probably look to buy a return ticket for the end of next week um, but you know nothing's set in stone now that you know depending on what happens in Ibiza, you know, perhaps I'm going to want to stay out there. Perhaps I'm just going to kind of, maybe I just start a new life there and never come back. I don't know. Um, which is, of course, the beauty of this whole digital nomad thing. But when I was talking about this on Twitter the other day, I said, you know, I've got it. I'm going to go to Ibiza. I wonder how, uh, I wonder how productive that's going to be. Um, and, you, you know, you can almost chuckle at that because, of course, the reality is, if you're in Europe or if you know anything about Ibiza, it's um, one of the craziest party islands in the um, in the Mediterranean. It, it is the craziest party island in the Mediterranean. People go there to party. They go there to have a great time. They go there to get drunk and take drugs and have sex and party and stay up late and etc. etc. It's also very very hot. Normally, it's very hot, very sunny, very warm. So it's warm in the morning when you get up and then, you know, by midday, by the afternoon, it's absolutely boiling. And really, if you go outside, all you want to do is lay on the beach. Um, and it's very hard to sort of prevent yourself from doing that because when you go, now actually I'm staying in Ibiza town, so it's going to be a little bit different this time. I'm not going to be quite right by the beach, but nevertheless, when you go, you're surrounded by all these people in, you know, girls in bikinis, people in bathing suits, sitting around, chilling out. It's a holiday vibe. And in that vibe, how do you work? And broadening it out, pulling, pulling the camera back, um, how do you maintain work-life balance when you are traveling and when you're going to different places? Or to put it another way, um, you know, I've been working pretty hard for the first six months of the year on different books and projects. You know, probably, if somebody looks at it, they'd say, well, you, you know, you should take a bit more of a break than you do. Um, how do I build that in? And the answer to that is, it's quite tricky, to be honest. Now, if I'm looking at my personal uh, situation, I've set quite a high bar for myself because, as you know, if you've been following me on, on here and on the website and so on, um, as I said, I, I went self-employed, in inverted commas, um, really at the end of last year, but certainly properly since January. And since January... I've been writing a book a month and I've been putting out new content every day and I've been, writing, as I say, writing these books. So I wrote, uh, I put out the book about dating in your 40s, still in the game, that went out in January, I was writing that in December. Then I put out the three books about um, the Fifty Shades of uh, Game subject matter, so you've got the, the fetish, the, um, the strip club one and the swingers party one, so they all came out. And then I've written this fourth book which is uh, the happiness book, and then I'll be doing a fifth book. So I am actually a book behind, to be, to be fair, because I had some stuff happening in, in May, but, <clears throat> but I'm not very behind. Um, you know, the, the book has been held up a little bit because of the editing process, um, but it's ready to go, um, more or less. It's just that we're sorting out the uh, dotting the I's and crossing the T's. So, you know, I've done four books, this year and I will be doing a fifth, which um, I'll be writing over the next few weeks and that should then be ready to go, I guess, you know, July or so. The aim was a, a book a month. Um, 
So as I say, I'm slightly behind on that. But nevertheless, you know, there's been a big quantity of work. On top of that, I'm also writing articles every day that go on to my website. And I now do a daily email as well, which goes out to subscribers. And by the way, if you're not on that email list, I would urge you to get onto it. I'll put the link in the um, show notes for this, for this episode. Um, But I'm really my premium content is going out on that email every day to subscribers. The the subscription list has grown enormously since um, I, I went daily, which was a couple of months ago. And I know people are getting, just from the emails I get back, I know people are getting a ton of value from the daily emails that I'm sending out. So the emails are across a variety of topics, but really what it all crystallizes down to is this idea of living the life you want, not the life you think you should. And it's about how to achieve freedom um, as a as a man or, or woman, you know, as if there are some, some women on, on the list, but um, obviously I come from a background of writing male content for guys, so, you know, um, bearing that in mind, but, but I know for a fact from the feedback I'm getting that it's, people are getting so much from it, so I would, I would truly recommend that you get onto that list if you haven't already, so look for the link below. Um, but yeah, anyway, so you know that takes time because I'm making an effort to ensure that that content is, is of the highest quality possible. I'm doing, as I said, articles for the site. I'm on Twitter all the time. Um, you know, I'm starting to ramp up the video again. So I mean, it, it's, it's just, there's so much. And if you're like me, you know, I'm quite an addictive character. I've, I've had um, issues with addiction in the past to, to substances and, you know, I guess you could say that transfers across to work. So now, when I look at it, you know, I've got all of this stuff, and this is all self-imposed. It's not like anybody's telling me to do all of this stuff. You know, what I'm in the process of doing, really, is um, building a personal brand. You know, I'm building a personal brand online, and how am I doing that? Well, I'm writing, so people are reading my articles, and they're hopefully, they're clicking onto my email list. They are, you know... They are um, commenting on Twitter, they're retweeting me, they're doing, you know, whatever it is. Uh, I'm doing this podcast. So doing this podcast, it enables me to, to talk to you in a more informal sort of manner. And you can get to know me a little bit more because you can hear my voice and you can hear the way I talk and, you know, the way I think about things. So you've got that. Um, you've got the you've got twitter which obviously is is writing but it's a slightly different form of interaction and then you've got the video type stuff which uh you know as i say i want to be getting more into again so i did a periscope live on twitter last night i might do another one again today Uh, i'm going to be doing some more youtube videos i'm looking at three three youtube videos a week actually just short to camera kind of instructional videos so look out for those so you know for me it's all about growing that reach by various different platforms because obviously not everybody's on twitter not everybody necessarily is on youtube not everybody listens to this podcast but in um in concert all of them together it means that i can build up that reach and and just touch more people if you like so that's effectively what i'm doing and it's it's a strategy that a lot of people use it's it's um it's not an uncommon thing it's not something i invented um but it's certainly something that works but you need to be committed and you need to keep doing it and for me, this is a, um, how do I put it? For me, this is a good thing and a bad thing. And it's a good thing because it kind of really suits my personality because my personality 
is right sod it i'm going to do this i'm going to get up every day and i'm going to write a bloody i'm going to write two articles every day and i'm going to write three chapters of a book and i'm going to bloody bloody blah you know i'm very good at getting into i was going to say a rut i mean it's not really a rut i'm very good at getting into a routine of performing certain tasks every day right get up do this do that blah blah and I like it as well you know I I get enjoyment from it so it's not as if it's a terrible thing I mean I love what I'm doing it's great um what I'm not so good at is relaxing or taking any time off and the way that I've set it up because I've got this kind of daily program of this is what I need to get out today um the way that I've set it up I'm not really giving myself much leeway to relax if you like so the plan is Whenever I go anywhere, and um, as you as you may know, I've I've been away. I was in Berlin uh, a couple of week or so ago. I was in Prague before that. Um, and wherever I go, my laptop comes with me. Obviously, my phone comes with me. My notebook comes with me. And you know, I'm in the hotel room. I'm in the Airbnb. I'm in my flat in Berlin. Uh, I open up the laptop, and it's exactly the same. You know, <laughs> everywhere I go. <laughs> I'm thinking, I've been having some conversations about going to Thailand at the beginning of um, next year, you know, when it's cold in, in Europe to, to do that for a bit. And, you know, no doubt if I did that, it would be exactly the same again. You know, wherever I am in the world, I, sh- I ship up, I turn up with my little stuff and it becomes my office, you know. <laughs> um, and that's great. You know, that, that's, in a way, that's great. And it's great that we can do that. And this, it's, it's the ability to do that that has in, enabled the whole digital nomad thing to happen and thank god for, you know that, that that's come about in my lifetime and thank god that i'm able to take advantage of that and grow this personal brand online um but it also means that my experiences become very uniform because wherever i am i'm in a room whether it's a hotel room my room in london my flat in berlin uh wherever else and i do the same things i wake up i go onto twitter I go onto my website, I post um, an article on my website, I send an email to the, you know, my uh, subscribers, uh, and I, I write my, you know, I write my books, and that's it. Now, as I say, for me, double-edged sword, because for one, I really love it, because otherwise I wouldn't be doing it, you know, obviously I made a decision to, to get into this life, and this is what I've, I've always wanted to do, to be a writer, essentially. Um, but I also recognise that it is, uh, how can I put it, somewhat addictive and somewhat samey. And there would be people that would look at this and they would say, well, you know, that's crazy. You're not, you know, you need to take time off. You need to chill. You need to, you need to relax. Um, so what do I say to that? Um, I'm not very good at chilling. This is the this is the problem. I'm not very good at chilling. Actually, my mother said to me a while back, "Oh, but you'll you'll need to, you know, you'll need to find so you know you'll need you'll need to take a holiday or something. You can't do this kind of thing the whole time." And I just looked at her and I was sort of like, and I'm thinking in my head, I'm thinking about Gary V and crushing it, and you know, come on, yeah, keep putting out that content, bro. Um, and I sort of shook my head and I said, "No, no, I got you know, I got to. This is this is my job now. This is what I have to do." Um, so it's very hard for me just as a person to, to sort of chill. And I, it, there's something about it that almost feels an anathema to my personality. Um, and I mean, there are, you know, other people will back me up on this. So, for example, there's a quote here from Alain de Botton who says, There is no such thing as work-life balance. Everything worth fighting 
um, for unbalances your life. Um, and then there's another quote here by somebody called Simon Sinek, who says, working hard for something we don't care about is called stress. Working hard for something we love is called passion. So I think what uh, de Botton is saying there is that work-life balance really is a, is a kind of a cosseted thing that's been made up by people in the last 10, 15 years, or however long that phrase has been in vogue, that kind of lets us off the hook from having to do what really needs to be done, which oftentimes is crushing it. Oftentimes what actually needs to be done to get anything worthwhile to happen is to really smash it, you know, to just get in there, beast, go beast mode, go monk mode, go any mode you want, just, just smash it, get that work done, blah, 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 you know. Um, certainly for a period of time, maybe not forever, but certainly for a period of time. And I'm definitely in that period because I'm in a building phase as opposed to, I'm certainly not in a sitting back and relaxing and, you know, watching the money rolling phase. I'm definitely in a building phase. So for me, you know, I need to be, I need to be doing that work. And then the second quote by Simon Sinek, working hard for something we don't care about is called stress, but working hard for something we love is called passion. Well, you know, I would agree with that. That kind of goes in line with what I've already said. Um, I don't feel stressed doing all of this stuff because it's my stuff. You know, by definition, the work that I'm doing is all is all the projects that I work on are projects I invent. Um, I mean, obviously, we're taking input from from you guys, you know, from listeners, from readers, from people that contact me. Um, you know, looking at different things, but essentially, I choose the projects that I'm going to do. I set the deadlines. Um, you know, it's all out of my creativity, it's all out of my head, and that is bloody amazing. I mean, that is the position that I've always wanted to be in. Now, it's not, it's maybe not exactly how I imagined it when I was a kid, you know, sitting at home with the typewriter thinking, oh, I'll be a novelist and, I don't know, I'll do these typewritten manuscripts and send them out and somebody will publish them and I'll make a living. So it's not exactly how I imagined it, but the world's changed, you know. Um, But nevertheless, it's as close an approximation as I can currently get to the fantasy that I've always had since I was a little boy of being able to sit in a room and type stories and send them out and get paid for them. And that's essentially what I'm doing in a very 2018, you know, digital way. So it is a dream come true in that sense. But also, as I say, what about the balance? So what I think about the balance really is this. So when I travel... I definitely take my foot off the gas a bit because I kind of have to, you know. I mean, air air travel for a start is... I mean, I've only done short-haul flights for the last few years and I, I hate those, to be honest. It's just such a pain, you know, the, the security and the checks and the waiting around and the, you know, just... It's all such a rigmarole and I don't like it very much. So I always get really tired when I when I do flights, even if it's only for an hour or a couple of hours, you know, I get, I get to the destination finally after having checked in two hours, uh, you know, got there two hours early and bloody blah, blah. I'm always tired. So that kind of, it kind of knocks out one day. Then the next day, you know, get up and I'm still a bit knackered. So, you know, um, but then you tend to want to see a bit of, and this is the other thing, you know, you go somewhere new or you go somewhere that's not where you live and you kind of want to have a walk around you want to see the the destination a little bit and of course that then cuts into time that you could be using working so what I'm coming around to saying and what I said just before is 
the way that I do this is that I have periods of high intensity and long hours, and then I have periods of low intensity and short hours. So what that means is, effectively, I'm still working every day. Effectively, there isn't a day that passes that I don't do something, some kind of work on my business. But, and that's every single day, so Monday to Sunday, every single day. And, and when I think back to the beginning of this year, to, uh, and even really into in, in, you know, the end of last year, but certainly if we look at January the 1st through to today, I can't recall a single day, and I don't think there has been a single day this year where I haven't done some work on the business. Now, that doesn't mean that every day has been as intense as, as you know, there's been a uniformity of intensity. There have been days where I've worked, you know, 14, 15, 16 hours um, on writing, on editing, on, you know, various, various things, whatever they are. And there are other days where I probably just sent an email, um, maybe reposted an old blog post up on the site, done a couple of tweets and that's it. Um, probably, I'm trying to think of the day that I've done the least in the last six months. Um, there was a time, a few weeks ago, I was in a period, because I was writing the new book, um, and I'd done a year, I'd done a year of daily posting on the blog. Every day for a year, I posted a new article on the blog, rain or shine. Now, some of them have been very short, some of them have been long, um, but nevertheless, you know, a year of daily posting on the blog uh, to April. And then it got to April and I was writing this, this new book and I sort of thought, you know what, I'm going to make things easy for myself. So I did, for a, for a period of time, republish some old articles. So I wasn't actually writing new content, I was just republishing some of the more popular, older articles that I published, you know, over the last couple of years on the, on the website. And you might have noticed that if you are... If you read my website and you are somebody who, you know, you, you've read for a while, you, you might have recognised that I republished, um, you know, some of the older articles. But to be honest, I mean, I wasn't doing it fraudulently or anything. It's just what the, the thing about digital media is most people don't notice because it's not like they're reading your stuff every day anyway. So I was reposting articles and people were reading them and they, they as far as they were concerned, they were brand new. You know, they, so it's kind of win-win. I didn't get any complaints at all from people saying, oh, you're just rehashing old stuff. So that, you know, that's good. I hope nobody thought that. If they did, I apologise. But, you know, that, as I say, that wasn't the intention because, as I said, what I found is that, generally speaking, most people aren't reading you every day anyway. So you could republish an article a few times and you're actually getting it to more people than, than would have seen it otherwise. So that really is, is, a, is a positive thing. Um... So yeah, I'd, um, so I lost my train now. So I'd, I'd, le I'd let myself off the hook um, with that a little bit. So there were times when, there were probably days when I would say when I had Anastasia staying with me, for example, or I've been, you know, visited uh, Berlin or whatever, that I've done very little. Um, but not many of those days. You know, generally speaking, I'm working... Um, you know, I don't know. I mean, what's an average really? I'm certainly working several hours, a few, a couple of hours a day, even on a on a, on a light day. Is that healthy? I don't really know. I think some people would say it isn't. To be honest, I think some people would say if they listen to this, and maybe they will. Maybe they'll send me an email or something. Um, that's all wrong. You need to be actually taking proper time off. You know, you need to be having days where you don't open the computer, you don't look at the laptop, you don't look at the iPhone, whatever. 
perhaps they're right. I don't know, really. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not an expert on these things. They, and maybe I should do that. Maybe I should try that, you know. Um, but my strategy so far, and it seems to have worked, because I certainly haven't hit a point of what you might think of as... Like, I haven't come anywhere near, you know, what you might call burnout, has been as I say, to, to strategically to do less at certain points. So, when I go to Ibiza next week, I mean, actually, the, the timing isn't great because I'm going to have a bit of work to do, but, I mean, the plan is that I will do a few hours' work in the morning in my room um, and then take, you know, more of the day to relax, to chill, to see friends, to, you know, maybe go to the beach, go to some parties, whatever it's going to be. Um, also, of course, I could be capturing content through that period as well, so it's all kind of win-win for me because I can be, you know, writing some stuff for the blog and everything. Um, but I will probably take it a bit easier. Um, that is different, though, to when I go somewhere like um, when I'm in Berlin. To be honest, it's no, it's no different at all to to London because I've got the apartment there. You know, I, it's it's my office. I'm just, you know, I go there, and I probably I, could, I sometimes even work longer hours in Berlin than I do in London. But I'm less of a tourist there because I've been there so many times, you know, and kind of lived there that you know it's it's just a different relationship. When I was in Prague, um, it was a bit tricky because I was, you know, I was getting up, I was doing a few hours in the morning, then I would go to meet, say, Tom, who was there at the time, or you know, or do whatever else, and. Um, and as a result, I fell slightly behind with the uh, with the schedule. But um, but I did keep the I did keep the, the ball rolling. I did keep the engine running, and that's the main thing, really. You know, because for me, and if you're considering doing this yourself, you, you know, this kind of personal brand online business type route, um, you can't afford to let the lights go out for too long. Now, I'm probably being a little bit paranoid. I could probably afford to let it, you know, to to go silent for a few days. I don't think I'm going to be forgotten by the entire planet, um, you know, if I don't tweet anything for a few days. Uh, but I have to admit that thought makes me very nervous. You know, I want to be out there. I want to be out there constantly. I want to be because everything that I do is a further connection with a potential new audience member. And the more the more that I do that, the bigger my audience grows. Um, the you know, the more content that I'm able to put out, the more revenue that I can bring in from that content, which then enables me to make more, hopefully better content as we go forward. So it's a, it's a virtuous circle and I have to keep feeding that, that virtuous circle. So the way I see it basically is there's an old saying uh, in the UK, and I think I'm sure in many other countries, um, a change is as good as a rest. Um, and that's kind of how, how I see it, really. So with my work, traveling can become part of my work. And if you look at people like Tom Torero or, I mean, who else? I mean, there's so many people who are travel bloggers or travel, you know, in the, in the, in the seduction space, but also just generally in the travel space. And their content is based on the fact. So you look at Roosh, look at Roosh's, uh, you know, earlier stuff. He was traveling around the whole time and creating content around his travels. Now, there's no reason why I can't be doing that. There's no reason. In fact, that's what I should be doing. I should be doing exactly that. So traveling is good for me in terms of my work. Um, but it also means as my environment changes, so does my mood. And 
that's the other thing to consider, really. What I tend to find is when I go to these places, when I go to Prague or something, I mean, it was amazing. You know, it was, it was great, so sunny, lots of pretty girls, lovely architecture. You know, I felt so free and so relaxed. And so it didn't really matter that I was sitting down at the laptop for a few hours in the morning. You know, I felt good. I felt di- because it was different. So for me, creating the change just literally by going somewhere else, even if I'm doing similar actions um, during the daytime in, in that new place, is enough to give me a boost because a change is as good as a rest. Now, I was interested to discover the um, the genesis of that particular saying, and so I looked it up on an etymology site, and I, in the end, got directed back to Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, and apparently, the the thing the thinking is that the first example of this phrase was in um, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's book, The Sign of Four, um, which was, what day was that? Ha, 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 ha. Okay, 1890. 1890, the phrase was used, or, or something similar to the phrase was used in the Sherlock Holmes story, Sign of Four. Uh, and here's the quote. He says, so Holmes says to Watson, well... I gave my mind to a thorough rest, sorry, I gave my mind a thorough rest by plunging into chemical analysis. One of our greatest statesmen has said that a change of work is the best rest. So it is. So what he's talking about there was he's trying to crack the case. Um, he's trying to, you know, work out who did it or how they did it, etc. But he didn't take a holiday. He didn't go to he didn't go to Miami for a week. What he says is he goes into chemical analysis instead, which is most of us probably wouldn't consider much of a rest. Uh, but by doing a different type of work, his brain is relieved of thinking about the other thing, and he comes up with um, you know a theory about how the crime was committed. So that's slightly different to, to what I'm proposing because I'm saying you know, you go to a different place, he's saying do a different kind of work, and actually doing a different kind of work um, can also help as well if you chop and change it. So, you know, I might have to be, I might be writing a book one day, but then the next day I might be making a video, and that kind of changes things up, so that's good as well. Um, but nevertheless, you know, when we think of Holmes, we don't, we don't see Holmes kicking back very much. Well, apart from when he does the, uh, does some, does the smack, I suppose. But, um, you know, he's, he's generally... The way it's described here, he, he was a student. He was studying um, he was studying chemistry as well as um, you know doing the detective work. And what he's saying here is, you know, if you swap one thing for another, it's not that you need to lie on a beach for three weeks. That your mind will be rested anyway, and that's kind of in line with what I'm saying. You know, it's it's not that I need to pull away entirely from you know doing taxing work that requires concentration and focus because that's very good for me but I need to change something up and if it's my location then that can be enough so you know I hope that that made some sense I think I'm trying to think it through myself really I think what I'm saying in the end is that I am not the sort of person who is likely to be going and kicking back on a beach for six weeks and you know doing nothing I, I it's very hard for me to get to that space but I don't think that that is necessarily a bad thing because I think just by changing my environment just by taking my foot off the gas a little bit at times just by changing up the kinds of work that I'm doing I think that I can get enough 
variety into it to keep me engaged and focused and interested and I think that is a template that you can use too particularly if you are working for yourself or you're looking at working for yourself and you're looking at getting into this lifestyle which is more based around travel and working remotely or working on the hoof if you like so I hope you enjoyed that I hope you found that useful we've gone over the half an hour mark now so i will uh leave it for today uh but anyway i will be back with you guys very soon and see you later bye bye